Good evening and welcome to the chat here on News Talk 94.1. I'm Michael Detweiler and today I've got a great guest. I can't wait for y'all to hear him. His name, and, and wait a minute, before I say the name, he needs no introduction. It's <laughs> D. Prince. <laughs> Thank you so much, man. I'm just glad to be here today. Well, yeah. I'm glad for you to be to be here as well. So, absolutely, tell the folks who don't know you, which I imagine there's maybe one or two listening <laughs> who who says who. And so, where where's home? Where did you grow up? Where were you born? All that good stuff. So, I th- that's the that's the least liked question from a army brat or a military brat. And I'm, a, I'm a military okay. brat. So, so everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. No, I originate <laughs> from, uh, from Brooklyn, New York. Wow. Uh, and that's, 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 that's home. Um, but, um, you know, traveled all over. My dad was in the air force. Uh, mm-hmm. we've lived places such as, uh, California, Oklahoma stationed in Italy. Uh, that was a huge part of my life. That wow. was from, you know, maybe 11, 11 to 16 years old that I was there. So that's kind of where my maturity and really kind of growing up or starting the maturation process mm-hmm. process started. Um, but Cookville has definitely become home for me. Interesting. Um, yeah. There's been so many times that I've tried to leave, but I, I just can't. can't. I cannot leave get, this place. Just get drawn back in. I can't put it in my rear view. So Cook, Cookville is definitely home. Of course, you know, Brooklyn, New York, I call home too, but uh, this is definitely where my roots are. So Nets or Knicks? Oh, Nets. My Nets. brother is Nets. Um, I think he was the only person that ever liked Patrick Ewing. Really? But yeah, that was in grade school. <laughs> Nobody liked Patrick, Patrick Ewing. That's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, so Jets or Giants? Jets. Jets. J-E-T-S. Anybody that knows me knows that I am a Jets fan. Jets and I'm man. so upset with just the way that it's been run lately. That's yeah. another conversation. Right. It not, is. It's do a not long... draft. Do not draft Zach Wilson. Get Kyle Pitts. There you go. That's right. There you go. I agree with you <laughs> That's on it. that. So. <laughs> You think they'll do that? No, they're no. going to get Zach Wilson. <laughs> they got rid of Donald and you know traded yeah. him to the uh, to the Carolina Panthers. So uh, I think they're going to go quarterback and do all the crazy stuff that they've done in yes. the past seasons. Yeah, they'll still be the Jets. We'll right? still be the Jets. <laughs> nice, That's exactly right. So you didn't know you were going to get a sports talk show today. <laughs> we'll so, get a little bit of everything. Right. We're going to cover it all. We're going to cover it all. So, That's right. um, so you said. Italy mm-hmm. during age 11 to 16. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know obviously you would have been on base and things like that, but, the, but you also got to see the countryside. We did. So um, when we got there, we actually stayed off base. We didn't really do stay okay. on base until um, two years after there was such a waiting list. Okay. We had a lot of people that came in to occupy positions. Um, and so of course they brought their families. Um, so what happens then is that you get on a waiting list, you stay off base and you kind of soak up the culture. And we did that too. That's we stayed awesome. in the, uh, yeah, we stayed in the, um, the, the Brindisi area. Uh, it was San Vito air station, uh, where we were stationed at, um, got to see small towns that were close by like Lecce, like Bari. Um, we played sports, uh, my brother and I, so, you know, we got this, we got to play in our conference. Our conference was, um, was Sicily teams in Sicily, Siganella, uh, Livorno, Rome, uh, Milan. Wow. Yeah. Naples, Aviano. Yeah. So those were some of the teams that we played and we got to see, um, all of that culture and just dive into that culture. That's great. And I think that that's, that's helped me, um, mm-hmm. at this point as an adult, uh, with, with, you know, being around diverse people, different people sure. and being able to acclimate to it. 
That's awesome. Yeah, man. Wow. That's good stuff. So did you learn any Italian? I did. I can't say it on the air, though. Most of the most of the words I know was <laughs> the bad yeah, from our bus driver and other I people hear. that we rode with. I yeah, the road rage, the road rage yeah. words. <laughs> I understand. So if you're um, so if you're sitting there going, I know this voice, it's uh, D Prince. And I asked him to be on the show, and he he said absolutely. And, yeah, and we're actually going to be promoting um, an event coming up in later later segments. But I wanted to tease it. Yeah, uh, you do work with Casa. That's right, court appointed special advocate. That's it. That's and it. they have an event coming up. Yes, we do. And and so we're going to talk about that absolutely in in, in future segments. So what brought you to Cookville? So. Tennessee Tech University, okay. sports, awesome. um, all of those things. I had an uncle that went to school here. Uh, we actually had gone to West Virginia and some of the other uh, colleges that were on my list. Um, and I, I think West Virginia was one of the ones that I, I had narrowed down. Mm -hmm. And my uncle said, hey, why don't you come down to Cookville, Tennessee, check out Tennessee Tech and see what you think. And, mm -hmm. you know, in the back of my mind, I'm saying to myself, Cookville. Really? But I got here. This is Morgantown, West Morgantown, Virginia. Morgantown, West on. Virginia. Yeah. They were ranked um, basketball and football. They were ranked nationally. Yes. Um, so the, the environment just fit here. Okay. Um, when I got here. And my uncle took me around and, you know, one of the things that's big and prominent in my family, my dad has always told me that it's it's great to be number one, but it's even better to be the first. There you go. And so I was going to be the first out of us in my direct family that was um, that was going to kind of go off to the four year university and. Uh, be able to, because um, at the time my brother was at junior college, but mm -hmm. um, my dad didn't get an opportunity to finish up at Tennessee State, but just kind of go finish up school, mm -hmm. all of those things. So um, that was important to me. And did Cookville remind you of a place maybe that you'd been and you just said, hey, this is it? Or uh, To be honest with you, Cookville is kind of a mashup between, um, um, I would say, Oklahoma. Okay. When I lived in Oklahoma, sure. talking about the city, sure. uh, Enid, Oklahoma. Okay. A mashup between that and the Air Force base that we lived on in Italy. Interesting. Yeah. So that, those two, or or the Travis Air Force Base in California. Okay. Yeah, because everybody's tightening it. Everything's right there. Right. Um, but we were kind of the hub of all the other different sure. different places. Right. So right. that's what Cookville reminds me. The hub of the Upper the Cumberland. The hub of the Upper that's Cumberland. Right. That's now, it. Come on. <laughs> So uh, you get here to Tennessee Tech. Mm -hmm. uh, was the experience what you thought it would be? So, no. For me, everywhere I had gone, it was my dad was either the coach or my brother, you know, was a great basketball player. So I thought it was going to be easy. But some of these people that I was around um, that I was in the freshman class with, they were working 10 times harder than me. Really? And so that actually taught me a lesson of work ethic and hard, hard work yes. um, because I thought it was going to be easy, but it was not given right. to me. Right. That step. And I don't think for, for people who have never experienced it, that step from going to high school to college. That's is it. Massive. That's it. It is. It, it is, is massive. huge. In the in the days of you know freshmen dominating or, or fairly new mm -hmm. you know com mm -hmm. compared to years and years ago, so we just have a few seconds left in this segment. Yeah. When we when we come back, we'll talk more with D Prince here on the chat on News Talk 
94.1. Welcome back to the chat here on News Talk 94.1. My guest is Dee Prince, and when we were going to the break, we were talking about uh, sports at uh, Tennessee Tech and uh, kind of getting the uh, knock in the head that, oh, yeah, wow, definitely. these guys are a little better than they were in high school, that's, and the work ethic is way off the scale. Right? Yeah, that's it. <clears throat> so one of the things was being in a situation where the work ethic was there with some of the other guys that I was around, plus the talent was there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I was always told that if I m- had my work ethic match up with my talent level, that I would have been a lot better. Uh, my height too. If I would have been a lot taller. Well, I was going to ask you that yeah. question. Did it, <laughs> did it, uh, did it play into the college experience in terms of obviously you overcame it in high school? Yeah. Yes. Was it a challenge? So it definitely was a challenge. Um, and that's what a lot of people, a lot of these young athletes, um, you know, one of the things that I hear now, especially being the, you know, the the new head coach over at uh, Prescott Middle School Basketball. Congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate yes, that. Sir. I'm really, really happy about that. But I'm hearing that, you know, you, you've got a lot of small players. And um, for for me, that's what I was told most of my life. So. It didn't really dawn on me until I got to Tennessee Tech that my work ethic has to um, has to almost be bigger Excellent. than my than my talent and my height. Um, because when you have that work ethic, then you'll be able to overcome all of those things, mm-hmm. and 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 your skill set your skill set will start to uh, start to enhance as well. Yeah, I think of a, a small player in the NBA that just just radically changed things. Allen Iverson. Yeah. Just, I mean. They put him on paper at 6'1", but I think yeah, Allen Iverson might have been 5'11". Me? That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he was so good. He was so good. Yeah. I mean, he, he just, you know, he outworked people. He did. He did. He gave that effort during the game. That's incredible. the side that a lot of people didn't see. You know, you hear these things in the media about him, but, uh, you know, that guy was in the gym a yes, lot and absolutely. mastering his craft. And yeah. so, you know, a lot of a lot of props to Allen Iverson and his work ethic. Worked so hard. I just didn't have that when I was 17, I 18 years old. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't think any of us at our maturity <laughs> level just wasn't there. It wasn't so, there. So you finish up at Tennessee Tech. Lead us right. on the transition from Tech yeah. to um, what yeah. you're doing now. So, of course, um, I always had an interest in psychology, and that's what kind of drove me. I, I kind of kicked around several different majors, mm-hmm. uh, but psychology just kind of popped out, and so um, – I, I got a degree in interdisciplinary, interdisciplinary studies with a psychology um, and business mashup mm-hmm. uh, with the emphasis, and that's pretty much HR. Okay, and so that's what it I is. went into, and I've done. Yeah, I've you done. You need psychology. Uh, when yeah, you're you absolutely HR. do. You absolutely do. Not for the other people, but for yourself. <laughs> for yourself. Um, so you know, it was a situation that I kind of got from my father. Actually, he was a um, a base career advisor, and he did HR work. Okay. And I remember coming from practice to his office saying, "Gosh, your job is horrible. I never want to do that." Now I'm 17 years in. Um, <laughs> But it, it was a situation where psychology just drew me in because I wanted to be of service to people. And there was no better job than when I was uh, asked to come in and interview for the uh, CASA job, for yes, the CASA sir. director yes, sir. Um, position. And so in getting that in April of last year, it pretty much put everything in perspective. I, I want to serve. I love, you know, kids. I love developing kids. 
um, thinking about their safety all the time. And that's mm-hmm. pretty much what CASA is. We're a voice of the children. Yes. Uh, the ones that are neglected and abused uh, in the Upper Cumberland. And um, the CASA program, we serve four counties here in the Upper Cumberland. That's Putnam, that's Cumberland, Overton, and Smith counties. Okay. And so um, I have such a great team, a great team of coordinators mm-hmm. um, that occupy those areas. And then, of course, being their leader it's um it, it I, I take the opportunity to work alongside them in the work that they do. And they're just phenomenal. So when do you sleep? Because I know all the other things that you do. I, coaching at Prescott. I do not know of this thing that you call, you call sleep. sleep. Right. Yeah. I do not know of that. You don't, you don't need a bunch <laughs> I of try to, I try to take a, I try to take some, uh, you know, my, my winks in as I can. So, I understand. Yeah. I understand. But, so, so CASA court appointed special advocate. That's right. Um, an, an incredibly necessary nonprofit mm-hmm. in our in our region. Absolutely, you all are having a uh, an event, a yeah. fundraiser. Um, I've got about three minutes in this yeah. seg- segment. Talk about that. Okay, so um, one of the things that I want to mention is that uh, a lot of people confuse us with the Upper Cumberland Child Advocacy Center, and that is we are we are not in competition. It's not a sure. war between of the two course. of us. We don't, you know, ride up to each other's buildings and start right. yelling profanities and things. And throw <laughs> eggs. Right, them. and throw yeah, eggs. Yeah, yeah. They do great work. I support everything that they do, um, and and they're very supportive of CASA as well on the other side of things. We work with DHS as well, okay. um, but theirs is a little more extensive than what we do. So we, we have advocates that come in, um, they're volunteers, and they are with the children, uh, just kind of the, their voice. Um, when we start thinking about custody and things like that, and kids are neglected and things and, and kids are abused, we start thinking about the lawyers for the parents. We start thinking about, you know, placing them in a home or back to their homes, safe homes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that we overstep what the child really needs and what the child really wants. And so that's what these advocates, these volunteers go in and kind of listen to these children. And so with that, we have to, we're, we're volunteers. And so we have to have funding for our program in order to sustain. And so that's where this came from. I I had a friend that works in a nonprofit in Knoxville. She gave me the idea for the, um, what we call the poker run. And what this event is, is going to be our staple event for all four counties. Um, and we're hoping that it's going to continue each year. And um, just the, the gist of it is that you'll pull a card here in Putnam County. You'll go to Cumberland County, pull a card at the location. You'll go to Overton County at their location, pull a card, Smith County at their location, pull a card. And then you'll come back to Putnam County at the checkpoint, pull a card. And whoever has a hand, yes. a high poker hand is the winner. Okay. And so, um, and so this is a, this is a motorcycle motorcycle. Event, yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. We right. wanted to give some love to the people that, that ride go. motorcycles. They seem to get overlooked. And so, uh, and they love and, this kind of stuff. Yeah, the poker do. run is they a good idea. Yeah. They'll get a chance to ride the countryside. Absolutely. Each of the counties. And each of those counties are beautiful. Yes. You know, yes. they're just, so yes. I think this is an awesome idea. It is um, about 40 seconds in this segment. Yep. Uh, what if it rains Saturday? I noticed the weather forecast. Absolutely. Yeah, and so we want to we want to uh, um, be cognizant of the safety of the motorcycle riders, and so we're going to have a makeup date for um, May eighth. That's um, um, two weeks from Saturday. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The awesome. event is this Saturday, the twenty fourth, um, and so we'll we'll do the makeup event two weeks. Awesome. Yep. So if you recognize the voice, it's D Prince, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about. Uh, 
CASA, the event, and also things that D has going on in his life that he's looking at as far as the future goes. So you're listening to the chat here on News Talk 94.1. Welcome back to the chat here on News Talk 94.1. My guest is D Prince, and when we went to the break, we were talking about uh, the upcoming fundraiser for CASA, Court Appointed Special Advocate. And so remind us again that it's a, what what is the event? It's a motorcycle event? It is. It's a uh, what we call a poker run. Yes. Um, there is no gambling. Okay. So, you know, if you were looking for gambling, this is not the event. This right. is this is an event to um, to help uh, with fundraising for the program. Yes, and of course, as you said, you know, Court Appointed Special Advocates, uh, we go we are appointed by the judges uh, to advocate on the on the side of the child. Okay. Um, and the event is a motorcycle run uh, that will um, participate in four counties. Yes. And that's uh, Cumberland, Overton, Putnam and Smith, starting in Putnam County. So um, somebody's listening and they say, hey, mm-hmm. I want to I want to bring my bike and do it. Well, yeah. how, how do they get hold of it? Yeah. So um, the number that you can call is area code nine, three, one, five, two, eight, nine, five, four, zero. That is the CASA office. Or um, we're on the media outlet. So we have a CASA page, uh, Upper Cumberland CASA page. Um, you can send us messages. Sure. However, however you need to get a hold of us. Hit him up on Facebook. Hit me up on Facebook. Send a Do message. Whatever. Yeah, That's send right. me a message. That's Just right. not at one in the morning. So, yeah, really. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> so, so um, say somebody's listening and says, yeah. CASA, corner appointed special advocate. Mm-hmm. I have skills in this. Yeah. You, you know, how do I become a volunteer? Same thing. Same right? thing. Yeah. Hit contact us, us. Yeah. Contact us. Let us know. We have uh, training classes. Um, we do. We we normally just did one. But now since I've come in, we've done the fall and we've done the spring. That's great. And it's been great with the numbers. Uh, it's right. been so amazing. We've had at least over 10 in each one, which is really, really good That's to awesome. get people to volunteer. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you're interested, once again, the number is nine, three, one, five, two, eight, nine, five. Four zero. It's CASA, uh, Court Appointed Special Advocates. That's awesome. So um, obviously with any um, nonprofit, Mm -hmm. you know, leadership is key, but also volunteers are really key. They're the lifeblood of that organization. I couldn't have said it better myself. They are the lifeblood. They're they're the reason why we're around because we have some really good volunteers. We've got great volunteers. We've got volunteers that have been around two and three years, five years. And when you get people like that that want to continue to just volunteer their time to uh, for this cause, um, the program keeps running the right way. Amen. We've got our, our coordinators that work with the advocates and, and work as a team. And then, of course, my, my coordinators work with each other as a team. And so they keep it going. It, and, you know, my, my position, uh, they don't they don't really need me. Um, for the sake of a paycheck, yes, they do need me. But um, you know, for the sake of keeping keeping everything going the right way, you know, they they do everything right. That's it's awesome. so good. That's awesome. I got a good team. So, in the remaining five minutes we have yeah. here, let's uh, let's transition into the work you're doing today and sure. maybe some future plans. Yeah, yeah. So um, right now, of course, um, I'm also uh, among the uh, uh, Casa Director. Talents. Yeah, Casa <laughs> Director. Um, I'm also the uh, the new HR manager for the UCDD, which is the Development District, yes. and for the uh, Human Resource Agency (UCHRA). Um, we're trying to bridge those two together. There's a vision that Mark Farley has and the team that's over there. That's great. And uh, I'm just glad to be at the leadership table. 
That's and they, awesome. you know, they've invited me to the table and given me a seat there. And so I'm going to make use of it. That's great. Um, Serving the people that's of the it. Upper Cumberland. That's absolutely right. That's and awesome. then, of course, in my spare time, if you call it spare time, right. I'm also coaching, um, coaching football over at Prescott Middle School. That's and then great. I'm the new head coach for Prescott basketball boys basketball wow yeah so yeah yes, you don't sleep no, just like i, I don't, said and i don't but that's not that's not all um so we'll make it official okay i can go Let's ahead and tell about you about this on the uh, local leadership level yes sir. so when it's time to you know for petitions and all that other good stuff i'm definitely going to be running for city council wow. um in the upcoming election wow. so i'm going to be there Breaking news. You Breaking heard news. it here you first. You heard it here first. That's right. Do they have to right. do the little thing? Damon D. Prince <laughs> is right. throwing his hat in it's for the, Cookville City Council. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. So. And, 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 hey, yeah. I'd be honored if if you were a city councilman because I live in the city. That's right. And, and, and you would absolutely be an excellent voice of reason. Well, thanks. So. And I'm, I'm definitely going to try to do it the right way, serve, uh, serve the people. Amen. So, so how did you get interested in politics in terms of serving the people? I so mean, we we have about three minutes yeah. left in the show. So it 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 was put in my mind um, long ago with my you know with my parents um, when I was in school. I was always like class president or something or the sure. other, and I thought it was just a cool way to meet girls and, right. and things like that. It's your magnetic, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm in sports, and you know, I'm I'm class president, but. Um, it really amplified with with my wife who um, who passed away in 2018 from metastatic breast cancer. Um, at at one point in time, I was just glad to be getting a paycheck and, you know, living day by day. Sure. Um, but she was really the one that put it in my head that, hey, you're a leader and, um, you know, we really need this. Um, and then also former mayor Matt Swallows, who's a friend of mine, he, mm-hmm. he told me a long time ago when he when he, his his term at the beginning of his his term that uh you know there's there's got to be a wave of young people that come in um yeah. that that become the the local leaders and you know you you're either going to get on that wave or you, you know you're just going to watch it go by That's so right. um you know those are some of the people that were very influential in in me thinking to myself look i've i've got to serve on a higher level now sure so i've got to make it real well that's great yeah. and uh you ran for a county commission i and, did and 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 your um, wife said that, hey, you know, you also need to run for yep. city council. Yep, yep. She would not let me. Um, she was sick at the time, and yes, that sir. was, I believe, 2016, uh, 2018, actually, yes, 2017, sir. 18. And, um, you know, I, I I thought about, no, you know, you're sick, and so I don't want to do it. And she said, no, we, we made a plan. Stick to the right. plan. Stick to the plan. And so um, I'm still sticking to the plan Amen. for everything that she had and. City council was one of the other things. Uh, we had planned to move to the city. This was all in the plans long ago, years ago. Um, she she knew what she was doing. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Heather Prince, man. She was wow. she was one of the good ones. Rest in peace. Absolute. Absolutely. Absolutely. So one so one minute to go, my friend. Yeah. Again, uh, Casa fundraiser That's Saturday. It. The rain date is May eighth. May eighth. Just yep. in case, you yep. know, we we really don't want the motorcycles out on the road right. dealing dealing right. with the rainfall. Yeah, absolutely, it's all about safety, and it starts. Uh, Registration is going to start at eight a.m. The run or the checkered flag is going to go down at 9 a.m. And the location, the Cook, registration. Cookville Community Center. Cookville Community That's Center. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Show awesome. up. Show up. Show up and go. That's it. It has been an absolute honor, my friend, to it's have you here on the show. It's been great. Thank well, you so much, man, for putting this together. Absolutely. I know it I'm takes happy, a lot of work. Well, <laughs> I'm just... 
you know, the, the charge is to have interesting guests. Well, local Upper Cumberland guests, and you fit that bill, I my hope friend. So. I Absolutely. Hope so, <laughs> so uh, if you recognize the voice once again, it's uh, Damon D. <laughs> Government name Prince. So we like to call him D. That's right. You're listening to the chat here on News Talk ninety four point one.